Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Comic Book Legion podcast. Of course, I am your host, Clay, and with me is a very worn out, tired, very tan Mark. What's up, man? <laughs> I am very tan. <laughs> this is... I've, I've, I feel like I haven't been this dark since I used to play baseball, like in Florida. But this is... It's nuts, man. I'm tired. But you know what? <laughs> I'm happy to talk comics because yesterday literally was the first time I have read a comic book in two weeks. Like, I don't even know what happened last week. I know Dude. I know nothing in the world of comics. The only you know, thing I know is, like, a buddy sent me a, a text about Boom and doing something with NBC. Grant Morrison is starting something that I sent you. That's yeah, probably that, the only comic book news that I know that, from the past that, two weeks. That was odd, because um, it was an it was an announcement, but it wasn't like anything. Like they said, "Hey, we're making comics," and our first writer is Grant Morrison. They didn't say any titles. They didn't say like what, like where they're going as far as comics. I, I think they, I think they did tease. They did tease a story, but they just don't have like an artist yet. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's just, and, and it's apparently, just very and I guess odd. they, I guess they partnered. I think Boom is going to be the one like publishing it. That's so, that. Well, it's it's odd because they said, "Oh, NBC is starting a comic book company and they're publishing through Boom." And I'm like, "Then that's not a comic book company. You, you're just starting one comic." You know? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if it's going to have the Boom Studio label or is it going to be something similar to. Dark Horse with like a Karen Burgers line, like the Burgers oh, books. That's that's maybe true. maybe that's... so it could just be Boom Studios, but like a NBC imprint, maybe. Yeah, that's but, true. I mean, it it does seem like a weird time right now when comics are like suffering and stores are closing. To like, hey, let's open up a line, uh, like a new, let's launch a line. When, but who knows? I mean, Grant Morrison. I mean, for all intents and purposes, I mean, he 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 is a good get. So yeah. if you if you are gonna start something, I mean his, you know he still pushes the line, so it should it should be okay. You know I I you know as far as like last week's books, I do understand that you guys are probably very interested in knowing what we think about Batman and everything else. Uh, I will be completely honest. Uh, if you haven't heard me on Batman News Weekly uh, with Juice, I will say that I am not liking that story. But I feel like I'm not liking that story because I was able to predict it so easily with the whole, like, designer mm. Joker thing. And I, I I don't know if you'll ever be able to read it because I don't know if you're picking up books right now. But there is a line. The very last page of dialogue and art is the most cheesiest thing that I have ever seen in comics in quite some time. Well, wow. okay. What yeah. was the line? Do you know it or so he so Bruce is talking to Alfred. Okay. He he's like Wait, wait, what what? So in his head, he's like Oh, he's okay, okay. Like, like not necessarily talking to Alfred, but he's gotcha. like just he's like, Alfred, I miss you, you know, you're the one person I could always go to, blah blah blah. Alfred, please send me a sign. What should I do? And the clouds at night open up in the shape of of a bat lightning strikes the sky is red and he says you're right alfred i'll become a better bat that is the line and i'm just like what <laughs> what is this so like, clouds shaping into a bat and lightning striking with a red makes him Gives him the conclusion that he should be a better, be a better bet. Yeah, and like for me, I'm like, okay. Now, was this... that forced? Was that like a forced Alfred thing, or did it make sense? Like, was that like a theme throughout that at least that issue? No, like this was this was just a moment of like because I think once in that entire issue or that entire story within the last two issues of Batman, there was only once where Lucius was basically like, hey. I'm not Alfred, and I can't keep doing this type thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then randomly at the end, he's like, Alfred, I miss you. I, uh, I, 
I don't know what to do with my life. And then, <laughs> like, and and the when he says it, he's like, opening, I miss you, buddy. I miss you. When he's saying it, he's opening his his cape like the classic '89 Batman, and it's just like, this is this is so bad. Like, like it's yeah, almost. I've, I, it's I mean, almost I've seen I've seen like reactions and. It's because honestly, that's all I can do. As is as Batman and Robin running towards the screen in Batman Forever. Oh my gosh! At the very end. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's 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 that bad, but you know I. That was last week. This week I have words to say. Um, but also I've been listening to a lot of word balloon. So I've been listening to a, a lot of things that other people have to say, you know, on their comics. That being Tinian and uh, Kelly Sudaconic mm-hmm. and Tom King in regards to Strange Adventures, because we will talk about that today. Uh, but let's talk about Aquaman real quick. Let's do it. Aquaman. I really enjoy this. Whatever Kelly Sudaconic is doing with this. I like it. It's going to stir things up. I know it won't be forever just because freaking Aquaman, King of Atlantis, is just a thing that I don't think will ever go away. I yeah. don't. Um, but this whole idea of getting rid of the... The monarchies. What, yes, the monarchies yeah. with the seven seas. That is interesting. It is a, it's something big, and I think it's, this is the big thing that Kelly Sudaconic needed in her run for her story to push forward. I agree. I will tell you this, in her interview with Word Balloon, she did not want to do Aquaman at first. Really? Hey. She, she, it's odd because she got pushed to DC, and she had zero pitch for anything other than the black uh the black label wonder woman that's basically it and they wanted her to do supergirl and she said well i can't do that because for one at marvel i did captain marvel carol danvers kara danvers like Mm -hmm. do you really you really want me to, to do that and they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, I understand, I understand that. And when they asked for Aquaman, she said no at first, and then her husband convinced her to do it because of Jason Momoa, because of the movie. And, Interesting. And that is why the tattoo thing you think the, from the gods. Yep, that is why you see the tattoos. That is why, you know. Mostly when he is outside of water, he acts kind of goofy and weird. And that's the kind of thing that I've been kind of like, eh, this is a little off. Uh, But when it gets down to the drama, I think she writes it very well. Wow, man. You, she's, she's, I think she's nailed like this whole, this whole story. I mean, I love, I love her version. I love the way that she's handling kind of like the politics Mm-hmm. I love her handling of Mera. Um, Arthur, Arthur is hit and miss. I think mm-hmm. Arthur. I really enjoyed Arthur's time. Like I know people hated it, but uh, I, I, I loved it. Like his time as Andy, like at the beginning of yeah. Kelly's run, I really enjoyed that. I've kind of liked to see little by little how he's been progressing. Um, the way that she's handled Orm has been kind of hit and miss. I find Orm, like Orm, normally is a nuisance. Yeah. But here, in this issue, I don't know why. I, it's just I don't know if like if you see the. I feel the, like in, his. I feel like his voice changes very quickly. Well, he he seems bipolar. Yes, like his attitude just like quickly changes, and you're like, wait, but what what's going on here? And I don't know why. It's just like during the speech. Um, I don't know if you've seen like the episode of The Office when Jim and Pam get married. Uh, no, when Phyllis is getting married to Bob Vance. And 
the the pastor goes like now phyllis do you take bob to be your husband and she's like i do it and he just jumps in the middle and he's like ladies and gentlemen let oh, me yeah. present to you and he just like come on he's like i haven't even asked the husband yet like yeah. that's how i felt uh orm was in this issue where out of nowhere he's just like oh uh, atlantis must be you know they're they're do you think well, that they're looking out for you? No, we need to like disband the, them, and then I don't the, know where he's like. I accept your thing. marriage. Yeah, the one big thing that uh, Carol you, and you can def uh, not Carol. I'm so fun. Uh, freaking uh, <laughs> Kelly Sue DeConnick. Yeah, the one thing that is very apparent, especially in that interview, uh, she is a very big leader for feminism. Uh, so much so that she actually said in the interview out loud to however many people were listening to it live because they did it on youtube live okay and uh of course whoever downloaded the episode she hates batman she absolutely hates batman she almost turned down a story in the upcoming detective 1027 uh because she like and, I mean, it, it's the times, and I totally understand it. Uh, you know, she was like, oh, yeah, one of my hottest takes on Batman is that there's no ethical billionaire ever. Not even in comics. And so, like, she thinks the existence of Batman is, like... It, 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 she basically thinks Batman shouldn't exist. Because it's just, like, morally hey, impossible. That's, that's a take? It is a take. Yeah. And I'm like, but that's the whole point of comics. Like, yeah, it's not supposed to be realistic, and so it is in comics. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I agree. Uh, but you know, because of that, she takes every... She, she will most likely take whatever villainous white male and make them super, like, douchey, basically. And okay. that... That is very much what Orm is at this point. Like, oh, I will marry you. Of course, yes, I'm going to be king of Atlantis. Like, that's yeah, yeah. definitely that that coming Yeah, it, it kind of just seems like you're you're watching, like, a parody. A parody where they're just showing him where he's, like, a Lord Farquaad kind of guy. Like, he's just yes. very... He's up there. And I was like, okay, like, whatever. But, I mean, but there, there's moments in this book where, like, that can be a little, you know, like, eh. Like, okay. But then I see moments where you see Mera... Like just absolutely dis destroying. See, I, like, I uh, feel like the uh, Critia the, from the Widowhood. I, I forgot who wrote it, but the Mira six issue miniseries that took mm -hmm. place right after the Crown of Thorns. I feel like Kelly Sudakonic could have wrote that because this is very much turned into like a woman empowerment, which is awesome because Mira is a badass to begin with. Mm -hmm. Because there's even a moment in the in the book where uh, I forgot who who's with Aquaman. It was it was actually Dan Abnett. So I think that was Abnett's. Uh... Oh really? Yeah. So that was connected nice. to what he was doing. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but who here? Uh, who is with Aquaman right now? Uh, listening to the speech, I can't remember her name. Tula. Yeah. So Tula is like, should we do anything about this? What what are we doing? And Aquaman's like, no, nah, she can handle herself. She, like, she's good. Like, she is so good right now. And so he's just, like, sitting back and watching everything. And, like, being the proud husband or whatever. And that's when, at the very end, when, you know, it looks like crap is hitting the fan, he's like, yeah, maybe now we should go. Yeah. You know? Uh, but I, I genuinely liked it. I love the art here. Uh, it looked really, really good. I love the, like, I think it's the second to yeah the second page where he's like wrapping his cape around mm -hmm. this like peasant basically yeah. love that panel uh just like the way a cape would probably move in water and stuff looks really really good yeah it i i enjoyed this issue i really really did no no i i did too and it, it kind of makes me feel like i wonder what's going to happen in this second issue because you have all of these people here i just feel like there's going to be a battle but then I feel like the set is the stage is set for like Mera and Arthur to get married. It is, but I feel like before that, uh, Orm is gonna do something stupid, 
and one of somebody from one of the other kingdoms is gonna die. And that's oh yeah, yeah, quite yeah, yeah, quite possibly. That's um, that's my first bet, but I can definitely see them coming back to this and being like, okay, this is where we're gonna get married, type of thing. Yeah. So, but overall, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was a, a solid issue. Um, a book that I. Um, it's not that I don't like it. Don't get me wrong. I guess I'm just having trouble following along, or maybe I'm just comparing Strange Adventures to like uh, Mister Miracle. Yeah. Where I feel like this story is not as tight, or maybe I, or maybe I was just more connected because it was like a, a father, father, mother, son kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And yes, you have the overarching stories of the 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 battle, you know, the war between um, Apocalypse Nuga, you know, like yes, you had all that kind of stuff, and pretty much, I guess, you know, like this crisis that um, that Scoffrey was going through in regards to, you know, he escapes everything, can he escape his death? But the, I don't know, maybe it's that, and I just found that story more compelling. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, this book is visually gorgeous. Um, you know, okay, like here, there's still the mystery of what is Mr. What's Mr. Terrific looking for? Uh, you know, there's a lot of shady stuff that we potentially do not know about Adam Strange. It looks like we got a little bit. I don't know if the, the flashbacks of Doc Shaner, if this is the, um, when his wife was talking in the, on the news channel and just saying that, you know, like, oh, he's a hero and he saved me from the, from the Pizik. You know, yeah. from from them. Like, I don't know if that's the flashback of when he won their freedom. I'm assuming it is. It, but it I'm, is. But, okay. I will say this. Tom King also said in an interview on Word Balloon, um, because somebody said, uh, well, somebody basically said, hey, I understand that Mr. Miracle was about the Trump election. And that Strange Adventures is... Was it really? They, yeah. It, it was if you if you reread Mister Miracle with that lens, yeah, with the lens of the Trump election, like you're like, holy crap, okay. Now I'm I'm about to blow your mind again because it opened my eyes whenever I was reading issue three of Strange Adventures. This book is about the Mueller report. So, hmm. yeah. So that's why Mr. Terrific is doing the investigation at this kind of odd point. Like, Adam could basically be Trump, in a sense. And that's I know that's weird, but in a sense, because there's, there's two halves to the story. Exactly. And, okay. Exactly. So with that lens, you look at this, and... When I started looking at it at that lens, you quickly see almost how villainous his wife is. Yeah, okay. And how well she's playing with the media. And she's like, oh, well, I have to save face. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Almost like to the point where there's a moment she's watching her interview on live television. And she's like smoking a cigarette. And like she hears herself say something and she's like, boom. Like, as if to say, I got him. That's where, like, I sunk my teeth into them. Now we got him. See, like, that's the... See, that was one thing. I was like, man, she's really... Like, this lady is really shady. And then I'm and then I'm looking shady. at the end and I'm like, wait, what is happening? Like, am I, am I reading... I felt like I was reading the book wrong. But now yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I was like, okay, all right, this makes... Wow, so she really is just that evil. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. and if if you notice just, you know, more into the whole politics of it and I'm and I apologize for anybody who's listening to this like, "Oh, I don't want this." But this is just, this is how Tom King writes. This is you know, there's even some news that we'll talk about right after this that I know that Mark is very excited for um just because I saw uh his post yesterday for it or 2 days ago for it. But, uh, I don't even remember what I posted, but okay. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm ra- oh, Rorschach. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah. okay. So uh, you see in the book MDN with their red label like background and everything else, 
that is CNN, and at the very end of the books, uh, we see uh, MDX, which is Fox News. Okay. So we see the two. Uh, we see how they're both portraying different parts of the story. Uh, and Strange's wife, at the very end, is talking to Batman. And it seems like she is getting people to take pictures of them to make it look like the Justice League is like putting pressure on them. And, like, with this type of photo, they're able to send a message of, like, oh, the Justice League is trying to bully us, but we're standing forward and, like, being strong and, like, all this other stuff. You know? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. It's so, now, by like, doing that, okay, I was like, when, okay. So, this when is... you read it like this, it turns into, like, a rough political story that you're like, oh, crap. Like, and, I, and I think maybe why I, I, I miss those things is that I do not watch the news. Yeah, I, I since, that's completely understandable. Yeah, I'm I, not. I am not a news guy. I'm not a, a politics guy, because I, I mean, at the end of the day, I think everyone's just lying, and they're just they just know how to paint pictures. Yeah, and they can you know they can sway someone one way or another. So I can kind of see how those who are in tuned will be like, oh my gosh, I'm seeing all these threads of what's happening, where I'm just looking at it from like a comic book aspect. And nothing else because again I don't I don't know that stuff. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I am uh I am glued to comics and Twitter, and so I get comics and politics. That's that, that's all it is that in my life, unfortunately. But you I read this twice. I read this twice because I I read it just you know, just because I read it, and then I read it again after the After the interview. After the interview and I just couldn't unfocus off of his wife. Because there's a moment where they're talking to, I believe, their lawyer or whatever. And, like, Strange is getting frustrated. And she's like, oh, honey, like, just just shut up and kiss me. And I'm just like, what is no, this? No, no, she, she, like, she was very erratic. and But now I'm kind of seeing just how she's using, like, the seduction as kind of like those. Yeah, I mean, oh, like, I get it. I get it. I was like, whoa. And I will say, I wonder who, um, I wonder who Mitch regards, because I know that he likes to use sometimes, like, certain people's face. I swear, like, he used, in a lot of these things, Olivia Munn. Yes, I was just about to say it. I was just literally about to say it, because I'm looking at the very end of the book again. When she's looking her, at like, Batman, saying, like, yeah, oh, pointing you? pointing at the gun. Yeah. So, I, I, I asked Juice this. I was like, oh, so, do you think that uh, this person looks like Olivia Munn. And he's like, holy crap, yes it does. Because I don't know if if you are very aware of this, but even on Instagram, and I'm not sure you're an Instagram person, he follows a ton of cosplayers and a ton of actresses. Uh, and I think one of the main reasons why is for reference pictures. Mm-hmm. And this is very much... Olivia Munn, like hands down. Man, I mean, he nailed it. I think he did. I think he did, man. But this is all right. All right, I I can get behind it now. Okay, I'm like all right. And so now now that I'm looking at it that way, I'm like okay. Because at so, first I was just like, man, I'm I'm having I'm having trouble finding because, a I'm I'm having trouble finding a connection point that interests me. Exactly. Like, so because. The, one of the biggest things in the very first issue that we still haven't gone back to is the whole fact that there was a murder yes with the dude's head like the dude's head was blown off and that was the whole point of like this whole investigation mm-hmm. i'm sure we will get back to that in like the next issue or the next few issues but like i i saw like even I'll call him out because I know he sometimes listens to this and I love the guy, but I even saw Jim uh, kind of giving crap to that about like, why isn't that being brought up? I think the reason why is to almost be like what it was in real life with the Mueller report is you didn't hear a whole lot of the first stuff that came out until like the end of the investigation or like 
the end of like the court dates or whatever. Okay. And so I think we will slowly start to reintroduce all that stuff again. Well, I, I think also with Jim, which is which is valid, is just that when Jim's usually had a questions with plots that you get at the in the beginning, and then King doesn't necessarily address it, yeah. and he leaves it open to like interpretation at the end. And See, and I, I and the really thing is like and, and I'm like the thing is like when ends. it and when it comes to like let's say for example like a Christopher Nolan and his type, yeah. He always pretty much leaves his movies open to interpretation at the end, and not many people like that. Many yeah. people want a solid conclusion. This is, I am telling you what the ending is, instead of you arguing and having back and forth of what you thought it meant. Yeah. And I and I think a King likes that little, he likes that touch. Um, can it become, you know... When every story has it, it's a little like God, you freaking. But I don't know. But now this book, I am I am gonna I'm gonna read this again, um, with the, with that lens, and I'm gonna. But yes, the one I was uh, glued to the most was the wife, because she was playing so she was so many signals were coming out that I had no idea how to read her, and and right now Adam, Adam. Is seems like a background player to me. Yeah, like he's, he's he's very much like a. Uh, he seems like a puppet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, and yeah. I, he's very much like a puppet. Very much just like oh, I'm just gonna sit here and uh, yeah, we'll just see how this goes. Yeah, and that's why he's like going to Superman. He's like, hey, so uh, what do you say? Like, did did he ask anything like super important? Yeah. Like. I mean, it was nice to see Hawkman and kind of like that JSA connection between Hawkman yeah. and and uh, Michael. I was like, okay, that that's cool. I like that. Um, okay, but yeah, I mean, again, I'm not saying it's bad because it's not bad. Mm-hmm. But now you kind of you did open my eyes, and I'm like, oh, okay, this book makes a ton more sense. Yeah, but and, to me, but, but to me now, because of- now I have like a connection, which is this wife. Yeah. Because now I'm willing to read this book just because I want to see her story and what what she's going to do. Because she is a mastermind and she is evil. Yeah. <laughs> so that that right there is worth is worth reading it. Yeah. And that that's what I was just having trouble. I'm like, man, I'm reading a book about a character Adam Strange that I I really know nothing about. I know very little. Um, besides that, I'm having trouble connecting. I mean, you can't just throw, you know. Um, throw Michael Hold in there and then make me feel like, oh man, Mr. Terrific's in the book. That's awesome. No, I I need something to grab me. And now yeah, same. you you did you did help me um with with that, which is okay. So this book but man, I never would have thought of that when it came to uh Mr. Miracle. Now I have well, I have to read that one too. Well one of the biggest things with that, uh you know, the the one guy that helps us out with, you know, getting the connection to D C themselves uh, Clark, he mm-hmm. he actually posted this article, and I still haven't read it. I bookmarked it, um, but the title of the article is uh, "Comics' Most Controversial Writer is Going to Be is is Perfect for This Controversial Character," and that character, like you said, is Rorschach. Mm-hmm. Tom King is writing Rorschach, Black Label. And I think the article's headline is correct because of the way his writing style is, because he is very, very fluent in politics, uh, because he used to work for the CIA, he kind of knows some inside stuff. Uh, I think that is perfect for a Rorschach story. Uh, Because if people don't know this, like Rorschach is a very political character. When mm-hmm. it comes to the story of Watchmen, even when you look at him through Doomsday Clock as well, uh, I never read his story from before Watchmen, but you know, all that aside, looking at Tom King's writing, and he even said it'll be based more off of all the stuff with Trump here at you know, within the last few years, so just more Trump stuff, and so if you put Rorschach in the midst of that. That's going to be a 
freaking nuts. Like he's gonna go crazy. No, no, I I agree. Yeah, I I mean again, I I know exactly which title because I think it's Comic Speed is the one that uh did the the headline. Now I I haven't read anything because again, just landscaping is killing me. Um, but I did read somebody post. I I don't know if it's true that this book is like 15 years into the future. So this is not Kovacs. Yeah, this is but at, not but at the same time. I'm like pretty Reggie. sure like he's also talked about in the interview, uh, which I highly recommend. The only thing is it's like almost three hours. Okay. Uh, he does talk about how uh, there will be flashbacks. He will talk about like some of the Minutemen and, and, and Watchmen themselves. Uh, so he will have those moments. Uh, this has been in the works for quite some time. Apparently, Fornes is already working on, like, issues seven or eight. Per- perfect artist. Yeah, so I, I've i told you this. He's not my favorite artist, but because of the tone of the book, I think it works great oh, for no. he, He's got Mezzicelli vibes everywhere. Yeah. Like, I, like, I love year one, Batman year one. So yeah. that, to me, is, you know the modern day. So I, I absolutely adore. You're going to be all over this book. <laughs> well, yeah, I am. And I mean, I, I, I did read, um, I follow him. I think it's like Brandon. I think his like, his ad is like Safane at Safane or something like that. Uh-huh. And, and he was kind of talking about that with the times that we're in, we don't need another book to remind us just how bad things are. Like it isn't the time for that anymore. It's time to do something different and show that that light, show that hope, and show that optimism. And you know what? I agree, um, but I don't necessarily th- agree that that's Tom King's responsibility. I think that if a writer has a story to tell in regards to showing that light, to show that you know that you know the the optimism going out into the future and and seeing where we're at. That's all. That's all well and good, but I don't think that if a writer has a story to tell, I mean, let him tell it. And I think that, Rorsch, I mean, whoever is going to be this Rorschach, if it is Kovacs or anything, I, I do think that King has a pulse for this kind of for this type of story. Um, I, I I will agree that I would I would have preferred if it was like a, let's say the question. Instead of them like redoing a Watchmen character, because I mean, I know it, it's always weird. I mean, like Doomsday Clock. I mean, I love it. I love the the story, but it's just it's always weird seeing like DC keep on using Watchmen characters, um, and now doing like a new solo title. Um, so I'm like, okay. So I mean, I could easily see the question be that kind of guy, but Rorschach. I mean, Rorschach is pretty perfect for what Tom King is looking for. So I, yeah, exactly. I definitely, I definitely understand it. So yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I love the, I love the creative team. All right, now to talk about the worst book of this week: <laughs> Dark Knights, Death Metal, number two. Mark. At the first, at the end of the first page, I was convinced that this was Bendis writing the book. Yeah, I was like, what's up with that, man? Like, they just, like, Ray Palmer just... Yeah, so, this, I I don't know, I, it's so frustrating for me. Like, super frustrating. And I think the main reason why is Snyder hit so well with the Dark Knights in the first metal. Now, he's trying to say, okay, I'm going to throw a whole bunch of Batman at you guys, and you guys tell me which ones y'all really like. And so he's going to throw out the Bat-Rex, the, uh, that Alfred-looking Batman that was in the oh, first issue. This, yeah. this... Batam is is his name. Bat uh, Adam. The, the Batmo Beast. Well and and yeah, yeah, the Batmo Beast as well. Like the freaking Hot Wheels truck. 
Yeah. Uh, and I don't like it. <laughs> I, and the I, I, reason why is I because when this was announced, this was announced with the schedule, and the schedule was all over the place. We're getting death metal until February. That's way too long, man. We're getting death metal until February. Now, in November, we have the potential to get six other books that are tie-ins. But he said, oh, we're only going to get them if you guys push the sales on death metal and y'all really, really want them. That's what he said. I think that is, oh, well, I wrote these origin stories for all of these Batman. You decide which ones y'all want to read, and I'm going to push them out. And if he did that, I feel really sorry for Scott Snyder. And the reason why is he just wasted a whole bunch of time writing origin stories for characters I don't care about. Like, at all. Yeah, this is... This is really rough, man. Um, it, it it's it's so it's sad to see like a writer. I mean, he hasn't like fallen from grace, but he is no longer looked at as the guy that like that new Fifty Two Batman. Like this guy is Ex- untouchable. Exactly. One of the biggest things that I've been talking to Jim about is that there is this notion that. Snyder wants to be this, like, Morrison-level, wacky, like, I-can-do-anything type writer. Instead of writing what he knows, which was what he did in Batman. Not necessarily saying, hey, do what you did in Batman, but do it in metal. No, I, I, like, I understand that creators need to do something new to stay relevant. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to something that is almost very pivotal to what we're going to be turning into in the future of DC, I think you need to write what you know and what you're good at. So that way people can be like, yes, this is Scott Snyder. Because this, I feel like, is Scott trying to be somebody else. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like when I read this, I mean... If you took Capullo's art, which is gorgeous, by the way, and I love his Diana, uh, if you take him away, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I feel like this, I wouldn't have a connective, like, tissue to, like, I'll be like, who, who's writing this? Because this doesn't have, um, I just don't, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I'm, so, I'm exa- having trouble, like, following this. I mean, like, that whole moment, like, I guess you would have... Even moments that should be touching, like Wally seeing Jay, and she's like, oh, please tell me you remember me. I was exactly. like, I'll never forget you, kid. Bring it in. I'm like, okay. Like, like that, that meant, it meant nothing. I, I really, like, that should have been, like, an, a really big emotional moment, and it was just one panel. No, and it was, like, the smallest panel of that page. Yes. So they didn't, they didn't even give it that moment of, like, oh, wow, this is kind of, like, a big the, deal. Exactly. Um... Besides that, uh, now, one of the biggest points here is, you know, Batman is telling basically the story of Scott Snyder's Justice League run. Mm -hmm. The Source Wall, Lex, Apex Lex, Doomsday Clock, you know, incorporated into it. Mm -hmm. And then the mysterious battle that took place right before all of this mayhem between Justice League and Death Metal right now. Yeah. This, like, it was all dialogue heavy, and I'm like, okay, this is Snyder. But at the same time, I'm like, what is this? And this is when I sent you that screenshot. Jim went to Snyder and asked him, hey, a friend of mine has this theory. Is this true? And he said, yes, that theory is the chaos of death metal, like, as far as, like, the story jumping around everywhere, kind of like loose ends and things like that. That is, and you're seeing, and you're even seeing kind of like the the power grabs of between like Diana and Bruce clashing. Exactly. Where you can kind of see, no, we should do this, no, but we should be doing this. 
I told you not to do that. Like it. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is an allegory for the uh, power struggle and kind of the turmoil within DC Comics. Uh, this, like, I know, like we just talked about Tom King with him writing what he knows, which is politics being, you know, the Mueller report, Trump, whatever, and yeah. incorporating into his comics. This is Snyder trying to do the same thing with what he knows, which is the company that he works for. Works fine, but at the same time, it's the chaos and turmoil of DC Comics interpreted into the turmoil of this book does not help with the very confusing way it's written. You know? Yeah, I agree. And now, I mean... And then it's like you're getting further and, you know, you, you think that you're finally done with the Batman Who Laughs. Oh, man. And now it's just a, a Batman Who Laughs Manhattan. And I was like, oh, my God, what are they doing? Like, to... to This to, was such a turnoff, man. Yes. I, I read it. I was like, Dude, this the, is one of the, the fact... worst things. I don't know where he thought that this was a good idea. Like, everybody was so happy that Batman Who Laughs was dead. Everyone. Everyone. And then... And, and I, I know these books are written way before the fan reactions of the first issue. But still, like, to read him die, just to see him come right back. Immediately. As Dr. Manhattan. Basically. Oh my god, no, man. I... And then, from there... He talks to Perpetua, where she's like, hey, don't be doing anything stupid, because I know if you'll do something stupid, and I'm destroying these worlds, and she just recently destroyed freaking... Uh, Earth-30? Earth-30 Red Sun Superman, mm-hmm. which I thought was a nice callback. But immediately after this happens, the Batman who laughs kills every single one of his henchmen, except for one Robin... And then turns into Black Carnage. Pretty much, yeah. He looks like a Tim <laughs> Sale, like a Tim Sale kind of the Tim Sale Batman with the really long ears. Yeah, the darkest. Night. Yeah, dude. I don't. But his face screams Carnage. Like, it, it, yeah, that is that is very much Carnage, and he calls himself the Darkest Knight. Yeah. Oh God. I I, I I close the book. I close the book for a second. And, yeah, and, and, and then just to get to the very end, to see, like, a Captain Planet knockoff uh, Colossus mech warrior at the end. So, do you know where this is from? Well, wasn't this, like, no, not last night on Earth. No, um, this was, if you if you ever read the Superman-Batman run by Jeff Loeb, Toy Master built this for them. Uh, it's very yes, famous. Yes. It's, it's, okay. Uh, it's yeah. Okay. This the, the this looks enemies. yeah with Ed McGinnis. Yes. Yeah. 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 So this is an homage to that, but just with Wonder Woman incorporated into it. Uh, and of course, right before that, uh, because he knew they were rock stars in the first metal, he had Toy Man build or he, Toy Master build the Dark Knights of the first metal book. <sighs> And so you give all of them back. And I'm like, dude, like, they all left epically in the sense of, like, okay, Red Death kind of, like, had his own demise because Barry was still there and he was, like, somewhat, like, involved with killing himself, basically. And all these other ones, you know, it ended so well in, in Death Metal. Like, we got those characters, they were there for a reason. Now you're bringing them back just because, oh, they were so good in the first one. This you, is the you, problem that we had with Batman Who Laughs throughout the entire last two years. Yeah, you, you know it's bad when I preferred, at this moment, I prefer Event Leviathan over Death Metal. <laughs> I mean, there was at least there was at least an intrigue of a oh mystery of, God. like, what the heck's going on? And just, like, okay, so who, like, who is, who is Leviathan? Like this is this is stupid, man. Like I don't. 
Uh, I mean, we yeah, probably lost it, our review copies, but <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> but I'm just, I read this. It I'm is like, man, rough. It is rough. And like, uh, Juice already said that he immediately after reading this, he uh, went to our local comic book shop here on Wednesday and immediately took off Death Metal on his pull list. Uh, it's 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 not it's just it's not worth it man and it's and the thing is like every, i'm reading these books and i kind of feel like if like leo from nation of nerd times like he just he couldn't handle snyder's justice league stuff or the four justice because it was just it was too much and yeah. like i feel like man leo has been like in my eyes like vindicated because this is just not this is just not good this is not worth and and the bummer is is that this is going to be until february yeah so i'm not not looking forward to it man i'm not so i all. i i am officially i think because here's another thing i really wanted to read nightwing and i read half of nightwing uh i read half of nightwing and it was really just a batgirl book and the worst part of that is that Nightwing, this issue of Nightwing, is the best Batgirl book we've had in two years. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so I think right now I have officially become the person that's like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to be a Black Label guy. Just for now. Just for now. I, I think Black Label's been freaking killer. So um, I'm totally, I'm down for it. But yeah, God, I don't know, man. I, well, I, I, I don't hopefully, know. Hopefully... Next week will be a lot better. Uh, I will say uh, we already got sent the books for for this week. Uh, oh, um, okay. We have Action Ten Twenty Three. Uh, John Romita Jr. is still on that book. Jesus. Well, this um, is should be the continuation of Clark all bummed out because he doesn't know who Connor is. Yeah, uh, we have uh, Batman, Batman Ninety Five. We have Detective Twenty Four. Oh. But we also have. Joker, Harley, Criminal Insanity, and that is our book. Like we. Well, this have... is like Secret Files. What? It's a Secret Files book. The Criminal Insanity one? Yeah. Oh, this is the tie-in that they decided to throw in last minute. Ooh. Give it to me, man. I'm down. I'm because at... we, we were left off at the... Uh... Oh, God. Actually. I love this book so much. Wow. I'm just I'm just scrolling through it. I'm like, oh, I love this book. That's intense. But yeah, same here. Uh yeah, so I, I I'm excited for that book at least. So yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, uh Mark, where can they find you? Well, you can find me. Well, first you can find us at the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. That is where our show is broadcasted from. So you can just go to nerdylegion.com, select podcast, and you will see our show in the midst of all the others. If not, just go to iTunes, Google Play, just type Comic Book Legion. You'll find us there if you just want to subscribe to us personally. Uh, but yeah, you can find me on Twitter um, at Mark Reads Comics. Um, right now, haven't been posting much. If, if anything, I've really just posted updates on the house so that people can kind of have an understanding of why I've been kind of gone the past MIA. two weeks. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but besides that, almost done. I'm actually gonna have to disconnect now just to go back to the house meeting a landscaper. But uh, yeah, so Mark reads comics. You can find. Me or Clay at the CB underscore Legion. No one ever writes us there. They usually just do it uh, on our on our, on our yeah. personal pages, uh, which is fine as well. But that is one of the places that you could find us as well. Um, I've actually got like eight DMs this week. Someone saying that we need to start a a Facebook page because they were saying that a lot of them don't use Twitter and they oh. usually and they just stay on Facebook page. Facebook, okay. which okay. I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Um, also, you can find me at uh, Fanboy Clay on Instagram and or on Twitter. Um, I have recently been doing a little bit more on Instagram. Uh, I've been making fun of my, my long hair recently. But uh, I put it in a ponytail for the first time the other day by myself because my wife was doing it. And that's hilarious. Uh, but that was the one and only time I've been able to do it because my hair just is just like, hey, I'm not going to cooperate with you. But 
you can also find me at Fanboy Comics Podcast, uh, where I uh, talk about Marvel, DC, Shonen Jump mangas, uh, all of that fun stuff three times a week, uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, I am doing some interview episodes, uh, like actually tomorrow uh, and next month as well. So that's going to be fun. But uh, but yeah, that is that is basically it for the show. Uh, I know that Mark has to go pretty soon, uh, dude. I you, you're gonna be gone, you know, from Twitter like this whole time, and then you're gonna be gone again just because you're gonna go into hibernation from all of this hard work, and then they're gonna for sure be worried about you. Uh, Probably. I mean, <laughs> I, I've gotten I've gotten like maybe I've gotten a, I've gotten several messages. And I'm like, nah, man, I'm good. Just doing housework, man. This is the the <laughs> life of a of the of the homeowner. But you never know. Soon. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, until next time, guys. Uh, we will see you guys later. Yes, sir. See ya. See ya.